Welcome to the Clean Biz Network podcast. I'm your host, AJ Simmons, founder of the Clean Biz Network, where we've helped multiple people reach that six and seven figure level with their cleaning company. And today we're going to help you. So get ready for another episode. Let's jump into it. Today's guest was referred to me by a gold in the industry up in Canada, Mr. Jared Sarbert. All right. And if you haven't seen my interview with him, go check that interview out. He running a six, excuse me, seven figure cleaning company. Right. And now he referred me to a guy who was running a well, he was managing a nine figure cleaning company. So I had to get him out here and pick his brain a little bit if he allowed us to. And uh, so without further ado, please help me welcome Mr. Dan Lindsay. Did I say your last name right, by the way? You sure did, AJ. You sure did. Yeah. That day always throws me off. <laughs> <laughs> so just start us off real quick. Actually, before we do that, I forgot I got a particular order I wanted to do this. So let's go to what I what my notes say. All right. So uh now Jared knows that my attention, now he already knows that over here on this podcast, we always like to start off with the numbers first. So if you could just kind of uh let us know. Um how much was that company doing in revenue that you were managing? So the company was a very big company. The company is a billion dollar company, um, publicly traded here in Canada. So uh, my responsibility was around 125 million across five business units um, that the bulk of it was all Western Canada, um, which is basically half of our country, let's say. And then I also managed um, a branch out in Seattle. Okay. So I had a little touch in um, uh, the U.S. as well and spent a good amount of time out in the Seattle area uh, managing the business there. So Nice. That's huge, man. So I know we're going to learn a lot from you just from hearing that. So, But before we go into it, if you don't mind, let's get a little personal and just hear a little bit about who you are, where you're from, all of that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So... Uh, Again, my name is Dan Lindsay. I am 43 years old. Um, first and foremost, I am uh, a father, a husband, um, family man. That is, you know, I heard something the other day. <laughs> you really become a man when you start having to take care of other people. And it was a really powerful statement um, that just kind of resonated with me. So, you know, I like to start off with that. That's my first and foremost priority is uh, my family. I'm based here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, along with Jared, who I know very well and um, have worked very uh, closely mentoring, coaching, and just, you know, being associates in the industry together. Uh, I grew up with a single mother, had a sister, and it's funny because as I grew up, I was um, always cleaning. My mom was in the property management business and she had me working from a very young age, cleaning, helping her out, stuff like that. So the business kind of is in my blood and um, always will be. And it's funny how life pans out. And, um, you know, I ended up being in this at a very professional, very high level. So um, I think when I look back now, it was those years working with my mom and being raised that way. That's just helped me with my success that I've um, been so lucky to have today. That's what's up, man. Okay, cool. So we got to jump into it, right? So what exactly did you do for this huge company? 
So I was <clears throat> their uh, regional president for all of uh, Western Canada and that Seattle area. So um, managed five branches, managed, um, you know, basically from a very high executive level, all the operational and financial performance um, of that P&L, of that budget. Um, so it was across, you know, four provinces in the country and then the Seattle. And I think there was probably around 3,000 or so employees in total. Um, I managed a key leadership team of about eight individuals. You know, we were super tight knit and we were responsible for the overall delivery to our customers every day. And we were responsible for the financial performance of um, that region in particular. And we were responsible for making sure that we kept uh, the best culture we possibly could. So uh, that about sums it up from a very high level. You know, when you get granular, my biggest thing was always trying to make sure that we could translate things down to the frontline teams to ensure that, you know, they were passing it on to the customers and providing the best service we possibly could for our customers. Really quick, I hate to interrupt the episode, but if this episode is helping you, please help us back by leaving us a five-star rating and a review on whatever platform that you're listening to. Now back to the episode. For sure, for sure. Okay, now you were at a very, very high position, obviously. So, but I still want to see like, if there is like, okay. Cause you share with us a little bit how, like from based on your view, right. And the position you were in, what was there, I guess, that number one way, or if they had multiple ways of getting customers? So I think like the strategy of the company was twofold. It was uh, growth by acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, looking for um, companies and organizations that fit in well with our culture and fit in with our overall strategy. And the second growth strategy is organic growth, basically, you know, bidding, um, and playing the bidding game and going against the competitors and putting the most competitive uh, proposal together to win the business. But when you get that big, there is a lot of business you can um, just get from basically, you know, referral. That's where you can kind of get a lot of the business. You have so many customers across a huge footprint um, that you're able to leverage basically uh, those customers across an entire country once you kind of get that um, those customers in your portfolio. Furthermore, we were able to take advantage of uh, the infrastructure we had across the country. So, you know, one thing I talk about is we managed to win a contract with a, a local bank here. And I think there was around 280 sites and we had 10 days to start it. Uh, and we were able to deploy the teams, get all the equipment, procure everything we need and make it happen. So when you're that big, the customers know that they can rely on you. You've got proven performance and they have that ability to, um, or they'd have that confidence in you to, for you to make it happen. So, uh, I think it's a lot different when you're a big organization compared to one that's, you know, growing, but the basics of it is, you know, with your customer base you have today, mm-hmm. how can you expand it? How can you use it to leverage and get more business? What can you get out of that existing customer base increased sales wise? Um, and how do you use referrals to continue to grow your business? Nice, nice. I love it. Okay, now 
let me ask you this. So would you, would you by chance remember like what you guys were spending on like advertisement or marketing by like by chance or is it more, like you say, just word of mouth referrals? I think that there's, um, I couldn't give you a number on marketing advertising. The company had a very good dynamic marketing team and there was a big marketing push, you know, all the time. I mean, using social media, making sure we're generating content, making sure that we're pushing stuff out there. I think during COVID, in particular, one of the big catchphrases was thought leadership um, side of things. So as a big organization, um, how are you helping up, you know, upgrade the industry? How are you helping cope with the pandemic? What are you doing for the customers? How are you communicating that out? You know, so there is always a hefty number against marketing and marketing is an essential part of business. Um but I think that marketing is multiple folds. It's mainly, you know, the social media side of it, how you're marketing internally with your customers um, and how you're kind of staying ahead of the competition and how you're being most innovative to, you know, lead the industry per se. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I want to shift a little bit because I know you recently started a company as well. So it's uh, Shorty Technologies, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, cool. Sir. So can you just tell us a little bit about what that is? So, yeah. I- the biggest thing when we were going through COVID, there was a question that was kept coming up. I mean, the deploy these organizations and us included in the cleaning industry was, you know, heavily scrutinized, let's say, and we were heavily relied on during COVID. And um, the biggest thing was to deploy people out to focus on touch point cleaning. Um, and I mean, this is a crucial part that I think is going to be in the industry and is here to stay. Now, the reality of it was there was never any type of mechanism or real kind of way of managing it, um, knowing what's being done from a touchpoint cleaning perspective, putting data behind it, putting a score behind it. It was always kind of done on an honored system. And it, you know, it wasn't until I left the organization that it kind of dawned on me that maybe there's a niche, maybe there's a need for this. So the first thing we created was basically an app and a system that provides these uh, facilities with an ability to manage their touchpoint cleaning, to capture you know live images of what's happening, to put a score behind what's happening overall in their facility, put a score behind the areas, be able to track the pass and fail rates, and just put that touchpoint cleaning program um, at a new level, basically, and put the data and analytics between what's happening. So we're taking away that question of how do we know what's being done? Um, and that was our first app and that was the first technology that we created. So, um, and we're, we're slowly finding homes in, you know, the long-term care homes, we're finding homes in the, you know, office side of the business. And, um, I think we're helping increase the standards in the cleaning business as well by doing so. Nice. So if I could simplify this, I want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. So is this like a, a disinfection company, so to speak? No, we, um, frankly, there is no science behind our app. Okay. It's, it's either was that touch point cleaned or wasn't it? And let's document it and let's put a score behind it. And now we have an ability to know what was done when. Gotcha. So it was really more of metrics, like you're more of a technical company than an actual uh, doing the service itself. You're showing us how to actually measure if it was done. Exactly. 
Gotcha. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Clean Biz Network podcast. Make sure you check out www.cleanbiznetwork.com for all of our services and products to see how we can help you grow your business. And also don't forget to check out at Clean Biz Network on Instagram and check out the AJ Simmons YouTube channel for more content. Thank you. Have a great one.